Hello, and welcome to the Florida Woman Podcast. Are we rolling? Yes. We're fucking live. I don't do this for my health. I don't do this for fun. I do this. <laughs> this is my job. I see it more as like a like a duty. Mm, you know what like I mean? An this honor is, bound. Yeah, this is my calling. Obligation. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like. I see this as like something that God told me to do. Ordained, an ordained mission. Or was it? Whatever entity it was that told me that we needed to make this podcast, he was very handsome. Hmm. He was dressed in a fine suit. I actually do think of that sometimes when I hear someone eating on their podcast and I'm just like, dude, dude you have a job. Like, you're doing a job. Can you, you have not, the easiest like, fucking job in the world? It's a dream job. Stop eating. Can you just not do the one thing that's gross to do for your job that's so easy and pleasurable? Just oh don't eat. Oh, my God. How about you just wait an hour? It's Here's the thing. It's fucking, like, it annoys me so much when I hear people chewing just in life. Just, like, when they're sitting next to me, it, it bugs me. But when you're inside my fucking ear canal. Oh, God. Like we're, fucking just making the worst noises you could make with your body. We're scarring our guests now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's payback. But yeah, it's just No, hurt people hurt people. Oh, right, right. You see what I mean? It's the cycle of fucking chewing on the mic. That, you know what else really bugs me is when I hear a podcaster... Like that fucking yawn. Really? They yeah. do that? I don't yes. listen to any podcast yeah. where well, they yawn. I listen to fucking, you know, comedy podcasts. Low life comedians. Yeah, low life comedians. <laughs> yeah, so I really shouldn't be complaining. <laughs> rolling around in the, in the mud like a pig with the rest of them. We're in Kansas City, folks. We had another film festival. Our, our little short film, The Den, is making the rounds right now. People like it. People yeah. are responding well to it. I'm really proud of it. I think it's good. You should check it out. Hey, shit. If you're listening to this, go to thedenmovie.com. You'll see our trailer and stuff. Or Dude, go to we our were... Instagram. It's at theden.movie. Plug. We got, you got to plug. You know what I mean? If you got something to plug, you got to plug it. Well, I'm here today to tell you about a Florida woman. That's right. This article is from The Guardian. And I'm actually going to be reading from two different articles. One is from Fox News. Um, but this is from The Guardian, and this is the case that everyone is talking about. I have been sent this on Instagram a million times. I've seen it a million times, and I'm, let's say my curiosity's peaked, okay? I'm ready to get into it. Florida bride and caterer charged after serving marijuana-laced food at wedding. Nice. Police arrived at the venue to find wedding guests being treated for, quote, Symptoms consistent with that of someone who has used illegal drugs. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, a Florida bride and her wedding caterer have been criminally charged after serving food laced with marijuana to their wedding guests, sickening them and sending several to the hospital. To the hospital? I know, Get of, over it. Being a little bit of a baby. Pussy. Yeah. yeah. Danya Shea Zvoda. <laughs> One more time. Danya Shea Zvoda. Zvoda. Mm -hmm. This is a Euro Eastern European name with a bunch of consonants that yes. shouldn't go together. Yes. Got it. 42. And Jocelyn Bryant, 31, mm -hmm. who catered her wedding, faces charges of violating Florida's anti-tampering laws, delivering delivery of marijuana, and culpable negligence. 
on February 19th. So the reason we're hearing about this case like this week, it was a big deal yeah. is because they just released the dash cam, uh, dash cam and body cam footage from, from the, the cops. Yeah. From the cops. Yeah. So it kind of sparked the case's right, interest. Right. Um, but it, the wedding actually took place on February 19th of this year. It's my brother's birthday. Oh, no way. Shut I forgot out. about that. And my grandpa's birthday. Seminole County deputies arrived at a community clubhouse where fire rescue personnel were treating multiple wedding guests for, quote, symptoms consistent with that of someone who has used illegal drugs. <laughs> Upon asking the bride and groom whether they had consented to or requested any of the food to contain cannabis products, the groom, Andrew Svodba, quote, stared at a deputy with a blank expression for a few moments before stuttering through a no. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was on Saturn. Uh, no. That guy was no. extremely high. Yeah. Authorities tried to locate the manager of the catering service, but found all of the catering staff leaving the premises. <laughs> yeah, sneaking out the back door. And listen, I cater as well. And when I first saw the body cam footage, I was like, caterer, caterer, caterer. I mean, it's yeah, dude. The, you could just pick them out in a heartbeat. And I mean, the guests are also kind of wearing all black. So it's like, it's not even just the catering blacks that are giving them away. I just, I know the body language. I know the lifestyle. I know you're a caterer. All right, so authorities tried to locate the caterer manager, um, but found all of the staff leaving the premises. They collected used glassware and utensils, as well as food, including lasagna, chocolate-covered strawberries, nice. and pudding shots. Pudding shots? I like pudding, and that sounds gross. That sounds terrible. To be in a little cup, like in a little shot glass. The textural experience of like squeezing a little cup of pudding down your throat. Yeah, it's wrong. That's gross. A wrong format for pudding. Yeah. Wedding guests who were treated for symptoms reportedly said they felt high, ill, and or stoned. Cry One, babies. I know. One guest who ate the Caesar salad tortellini with bread and olive oil and herb dip said he felt, quote, tingly. His heart started to race. He was having crazy thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Adding that he had used marijuana years ago, but this experience felt different to him. <laughs> Didn't your mom say that once? Like Actually, she was. Yeah. Yeah, like she used to smoke a doobie every once in a while, like in the 80s or whatever. But then she was coming to, if I remember the story correctly, she was coming to visit you in Chicago and she had some time to kill. She was waiting for you to come down and she was sitting on your stoop. She found like a half a roach sitting next to her and kind of like looked over each shoulder and went, yeah, maybe you'll try it. So she, she had a lighter and she lit it up and just took like one hit and then went insane. Yep. She said, what is this? Is this still marijuana? Yeah, she was like, what happened to marijuana? Yeah, she I didn't know. I remember when it was just pot and you could just, you could just be at a party and smoke a little pot. Smoke some and pot. And you, it was fine. No. I'm like, I am like, oh, sorry. Yeah, she was smoking like Orange Julius Hydro 7th fucking thousand like crankshaft terminator. Chronic. He's like, how does anyone smoke this? And you can tell social? I don't smoke weed because of the way that I just said that. But yeah, they've turned it into like NASA level technology now. It's fucking insane what they've done to weed. You know, I don't even, I don't even smoke, and I don't, I don't like, you know, I don't partake of uh, weed in any way because it just, it makes me feel paranoid, and it's just not for me. Um, but. I, even still, I'm like, guys, get the fuck over it. I know. It's not that big of a deal. You're going to narc out the bride just yeah. because? 
I mean, unless it was like grandma, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I Even think still. everybody got it. You know, everybody minors, got a piece. grandmas. Oh, minors, eight-year-old kids. Yeah. That's funny. Another guest right. who ate that, the Maybe salad. that's a little reprehensible, but we'll draw the line of kids. Another guest who ate the salad, dip, and three meatballs. Very specific, this person. Three meatballs. And I ate three meatballs. Said he felt weird, tingly, fidgety, and had extremely dry mouth. Mm-hmm. One guest began vomiting. Okay. And another guest grew paranoid that her son-in-law had died and her family had chosen not to tell her. Oh, no. <laughs> See, that's how I get when I when I smoke or like do an edible or yeah. anything like that. I go like, they, they all know something that I don't know and they're not telling me. I don't so, know why. One of the guests claimed to have seen the caterer reach into a punch bowl, mm-hmm. remove a green substance saying that she could detect a strong odor of marijuana. Yeah. So according to the affidavit, she asked the caterer if there was marijuana in the punch. Yeah. And the caterer giggled and shook her head yes. (laughs) The guest asked, is this for real? The caterer repeated, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's for real. (laughs) What What were they thinking? Like this, like, I mean, it's not the worst thing ever. They wanted it to be a good time, but they have to know that... Like you're gonna especially send with people into the stratosphere. Yeah, with they're that they're they're up on Mars now, dude. Yeah, I mean. dude. There's like, they thought it was gonna be like a cute little prank, and everyone was gonna be like, <laughs> like extra giggly, out, having yeah. a good time. They didn't realize they didn't fucking realize that certain people don't smoke weed every day. Yeah, it makes them go insane. So from this other article, we get a little bit of a different type of coloring. So I'm just going to read you some of the things from the Fox News article. Yeah. So um, when they walked up to the venue and they see the ca- the caterers like scattering, mm-hmm. um, they come upon the bride and groom. And I'm telling you, Nathan, the yeah. bride's smile. She's it's like one a of, Cheshire cat. Yes. It's a, that exact smile. It's closed-lipped. Toothy grin. No, closed-lipped. No, no. But the upper corners reach as far up into a bow <laughs> as possible. Like the you know, Joker. The like yeah. the Joker. Yeah, it's scary. Um, and the police officer says, we're trying to figure out who put it in the food, whether it was a guest or the catering company. Um, he walks across the lawn to interview the bride and groom. The bride, Danya Svodba, 42, and caterer Jocelyn Bryant, 31, have been charged. Um, I discussed that already. Apparently, no one is rep- representing Svodba. So maybe she's, she's going to represent herself, herself, which is classic awesome. Florida woman move. According to court documents, one victim, Miranda Cady, told investigators that she saw Bryant placing spoonfuls of what looked like a green herb mixture <laughs> into olive oil for the bread. It smelled like pot, but lost its scent once it was mixed with the oil. She said she recognized the caterer from a prior event in January. When she confronted the bride on the dance floor, the bride allegedly admitted to lacing the food and, quote, acted like she should be excited as if she were being given a gift. She also told investigators she was terrified at how the food made her feel and showed them a positive marijuana test. <laughs> Everyone's just overreacting. Like yeah, they, that's a bit much. Yeah, yeah. The people who are like, uh, like I had to go to the hospital. I had to get my tummy pumped. Like, that's that's too much in one direction. But also <laughs> like the fucking bride who's like, isn't this a fun trick that I pulled on you? <laughs> Like, that's also stupid. Everybody yeah. in this situation, and also the caterer who's like, 
yeah, I'm sure this will be great for, for my, my business. business. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Dude, all, all of right. you guys are ding-dongs. That's my official diagnosis. Oh, that's that? Do you have a Florida man? Of course I have a Florida man. I would never show up unprepared to the podcast, babe. Okay, my Florida man, more sinister. A Florida man who's high on meth attacks a mattress looking for his girlfriend's lover hiding inside, police say. This is from Fox 4. Mm. Um, a Florida man in an apparent drug-induced state stabbed a mattress with a bedpost and tore it apart with his bare hands Ooh. as he searched for another man he believed with, was his girlfriend's lover who was hiding inside the mattress, authorities said Friday. Felipe, Felipe Okendo, 37, had smoked methamphetamine before accusing his girlfriend of cheating on him and holding her against her will inside a bedroom, the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office said. Uh. The unidentified girlfriend managed to escape the locked room and called deputies while the erratic Okendo was fighting the man in the mattress. And this is what his headshot looks like, by the way. Oh, his headshot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is what his mugshot looks like, by the way. Yeah, he looks like he's going to fall asleep. He's like a... He's coming down from the mess. He's got a big, round head, kind of turtle-looking sort of guy. He's not looking at the camera. He's no, like no. looking... He's got a thousand yards stare. Yep. Just fucking thinking about thinking about what he's done to land himself here. His I poor if he's girlfriend being locked in, in the, that picture. I mean, he looks like he's coming down. He does. Yeah, he does not look like he's having a good time. No, at all. no. When deputies arrived, Okendo claimed to have been holding the quote-unquote man down, but then he slipped out and left. Oh. Police I see. said he also claimed that he never forced his girlfriend to stay asking for her help to figure out why he felt like the mattress was moving, oh. the Pensacola News Journal reported, citing an arrest report. So Okendo later allegedly admitted to smoking meth before the incident, <laughs> the explaining, only way away, yeah, <laughs> explaining away why the mattress was moving in the first place. Police recovered a glass pipe in his possession. Okendo was charged with domestic violence-related false imprisonment. Oh, very oh specific, very Floridian charge. In possession of drug paraphernalia, police said. That's that. Felipe Okendo, shame on you, man. man. I love Your that. Girl was just being faithful. Why he you very gotta obviously, like yeah, that? exactly. He very obviously like closed the door and locked it, and like she was like, "Babe, let me out, babe, let me out." But he, in his in his like psychosis, was like, "Babe, you gotta help me get this fucking man outside of the mattress," stabbing it with a bedpost. That's crazy. That means he ripped the bedpost off the bed to use as a spear. He was ready for this. Yeah. I wonder if he had he hallucinated ready. the man in the mattress before. Yeah, had a few rounds of practice, a few practice rounds. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he had like felt the mattress move and was like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Is that the guy she's fucking? Is this the guy my girlfriend is fucking underneath me inside the mattress? What a train of thought. Yeah. Feel bad. What would you it, start, do? it starts off fun for these people. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> and then it ends <laughs> up like this. You're just where trying to have shit's fun. moving. You feel like everyone's cheating on you. You feel like guys are <laughs> slipping in and out of inside a mattress, and you got to spear them. With That's like a true. Wooden post. That's I mean, so true. It ends up not being fun. What a good point. They're really just trying to have a good time. That's all they ever wanted. <laughs> and it's got to stab them in the back like this. Yeah. Everyone got into meth. 
for a good reason, mm-hmm. which was to have a, a nice time. Mm-hmm. But it winds up being not nice. Mm-mm. All right, I'm going to tell you about my Florida fact. Yeah. It is the Gatorland theme park. Gatorland. Alligator capital of the world. Let me just read this to you. I've heard of Gatorland. This is called the Gator Nightshine. The what? Florida nightlife is about to get wild. Your Gator Nightshine adventure takes you deep into the domain of Florida's most famous reptile. This is a thing you can do at the park? Yes. It costs $24. Armed with only a flashlight and gator food. Oh my god. You bravely make your way along the winding wooden walkways of Gatorland's alligator breeding marsh. What? Yeah, the breeding marsh. They have a breeding marsh. The sounds of the night come alive around you as the rustle of feathers overhead and the splashing of water nearby signal that you are not alone. Oh my god, feathers overhead? Turning your flashlight toward the water, you suddenly become aware of hundreds of hungry, glowing, red eyes slowly making their way closer. (laughs) Jesus. It's now your turn to experience the Real Florida. (laughs) All I can say, babe, don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) We're doing the alligator nightshine next time we're in Florida. Oh my God. So you have gator food? You feed the gators? They arm you with gator food and a flashlight in the middle of the night for you to walk a plank above (laughs) the breeding marsh. This is absurd. This is absurd. What is gator food even? They give you like a raw antelope leg and you sling it over your shoulder? I couldn't tell you. Oh my God. So during the daytime at at this theme park, there's something called the Screamin' Gator Zip Line. Oh shit. Yeah. Voted best zip line in the USA by AOL Travel. (laughs) (laughs) AOL is still around? It's right in Gatorland. Holy shit. So it says, clip in and zip off for an exciting outdoor adventure on the thrilling screaming Gator Zipline oh at Gatorland. Your journey will take you along 1,200 feet of high-flying, heart-pounding adventure from some of the <laughs> finest zipline towers in the world. Standing over seven stories tall, these amazing towers feature multi-level launch pads and breathtaking views from high above the treetops. Breathtaking views of the breeding marsh. Yes. Soar through the air over some of our park's star attractions, including The shallow pool full of tons of alligators. Yeah, including Cuban and Nile crocodiles (laughs) before flying over the alligator breeding marsh, complete with 130 plus giant alligators below. I'm just picturing like, all of these things have to be just shallow cement pools with like filthy green water. That's what it is. That's truly what it is. Because that's like an alligator's habitat is just like shitty green mud water. So it's like... They've got to just be like little like little like banks of cement banks just filled with like disgusting sewage and you're zip lining over these and I'm imagining these alligators are like jumping fucking nipping at your heels as you're going over. I mean, anything is possible at Gatorland. Holy shit. They don't give you food to throw in that one. Though, not in they? that one. Yeah, not from not from above. Good. Seven stories Holy high. Holy Christ. 
Again, don't threaten me with a good time. I'm now determined to do both of these activities. Well, listen, there's also a show. There's a show? two shows, in fact. Okay, a show I could take or leave. One is the Gator Jumparoo Show. Jumparoo? Thrills and chills abound as some of the largest alligators in the world jump four feet or more out of See, the water. See, this is what this I'm talking about. Show. The zipline better be really fucking high up off the ground. Otherwise, like, they're fucking jumping trying to get your Nikes, dude. Yeah. And then the second one is called Alligators, Legends of the Swamp. Watch as one of the bravest daredevils at Gatorland takes the stage with a six, eight foot alligator in order to demonstrate the amazing survival features of this legendary creature. This show is not to be missed. Wow. And look, he is in a, a basically a sand pit full of yeah. six gators. He's going all Steve Irwin. Oh, right I'm now. sorry. Six to eight Alligator. Yes, not a 6'8 six, eight six, alligator. Because that's not even that big, really. I was wow. like, oh, disappointing. Yeah, he's just like. <laughs> he's just wrestling. It looks like. He's wrestling. He's just getting down and dirty. Uh huh. He is in a wrestling pose. It kind of looks like he's going to poke him with a stick and like make him mad so they do something. Jesus Christ. It'd be a funny prank to like hide pieces of meat in somebody's <gasps> shoes when they go in the zip line. Get like a pork chop and just rub it all over their feet before they go on the zip line. It's gross. This is insane. Apparently at the what an insane place. I've had people take their kids here. They do. It's a family. It's family friendly. Family oriented. It's family fun. The, uh -huh. Apparently the um, the largest among them are fourteen feet at the at the breeding. Fourteen marsh. feet. That's got to be like the Nile co crocodile. Yeah. Oh, and they they feature um, albino alligators as one of their attractions as well. You know, I've seen albino alligators before. They had a little special exhibit in the Kansas City Zoo when I was really. Growing. It was kind of cool. Hmm. It was kind of cool. Yeah, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. But I guess we were sort of duty bound to go there, aren't we? I think so. What yeah. part of floor is that in? It's in uh, Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. On so it's not Blossom far. Trail. Yeah. Go to your parents' house, like couple of hours across the state. Mm -hmm. Amazing. All right, here's my Florida fact. Okay, so this was an article in the Washington Post back in 2016. And it was, a, it was about a scientific find, an archaeological find, that was um, discovered in a sinkhole in Florida, contained a mastodon tusk with knife marks in it, Whoa. Right, implying that it had been hunted and slaughtered by humans uh -huh. that dated back to about 14,500 years ago, which predates the oldest Indian artifacts that are generally accepted as the beginning of the Native American timeline in the New World um, by a thousand years. Whoa. And so this discovery is really significant and it's one of a few discoveries that are attempting to sort of rewrite the history and disprove what is generally accepted to be the earliest evidence of human uh, inhabitation of the American continent, which is called the Clovis Point Theory. Ooh. Clovis points are arrowheads that, are, that were discovered in archeological sites around Clovis, New Mexico, date back to about 13,000 years ago which coincides with the like bearing land bridge, you know, the like during the ice age, there was this land bridge because the oceans had sunk down between Russia and Alaska. And that's generally accepted as how the Native Americans came to the continent walking across the land bridge. But this is one of several um, artifacts that have been found that stand to challenge that theory. 
And it's really exciting because that's what the process of science is all about, is finding evidence to disprove yourself. So right? you're telling me mm -hmm. that the first men in North America might just have been Florida men? That's exactly what I'm telling you. Oh, fuck! That's exactly oh, what I'm fuck. telling you. Some of the earliest evidence for humans in the Americas came from Florida men. So sinkholes tend to happen in central Florida and then going west towards the Gulf. So do you know where this was found? Yes, it was found in the Florida Panhandle in a river called the Oscilla River, A-U-C-I-L-L-A. Hmm, okay. Yeah, how about, how the fuck about that, huh? That's amazing, I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah, and there's, um, there's sites, they're, they're all sort of debated and like nobody's quite sure about the historical provenance of them, but they seem pretty convincing that um, range all the way from North America down to South America. There's places that predate the Clovis points in, or artifacts that predate the Clovis points that have been found in Chile as well and up in Oregon. So it seems likely that our theory that's generally accepted about how Native Americans came to be Americans mm -hmm. in the first place um, has more to be discovered and is not totally conclusive. Oh, I'm curious about that. That's so cool. Yeah, it's cool, right? Yeah. Very interesting stuff. You really can learn something of value in this podcast. Yes, absolutely. Once in a while, every once in a while. We got nuggets. We mm -hmm. got nuggets. There's a whole, you got to wade through a whole lot of shit. Mm -hmm. A whole lot of fucking stupid shit. <laughs> every once in a while, you get a little golden nugget. Yeah. And that's why they keep coming back. Well, listen, guys, we're going to let you go, but we're so lucky and so grateful to you for listening to this podcast, yep. for push and play on us, on this little adventure we're all on here. Um, take care. We love you. Thank you. Fuck yeah. And I hope you enjoy the pristine audio quality of our travel setup. Don't worry. We'll be back in studio next week talking about Ted Bundy. See ya. Later. Later.